Hey, I'm Renatus Hogenrad, and you're listening to Gut Talks. Double G, U, double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks, double G, U, double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. So this is the next episode of our segment with Renatus Hugenrad where we go from coaching to facilitating to dancing and working with individuals and teams. Here we go. So how do you find this balance actually between short term, like one day, two, three day, let's say sessions and some that go, I don't know, over three months, six months, I don't know. How do you find this balance to keep people engaged? And what you talk about is increase this level of maturity in companies at an individual level, obviously. So this is about, indeed, let's say two ends of the spectrum, is short and, and long-term, how we intervene or how we engage, I, th- I say, with organizations or with, with, with groups of people. Um, it's inspiring them to continue the work, let's say, offline. They need to find their way of making sense of the stuff they've learned and they've experienced so they can create spaces situations, moments internally, I would say, when we are not there to to hold their hands, to continue the magic. So our job is to do that, is to inspire them in such a way and to help them create or think of, and this may be even in the in design process, create those ways or those formats in which they can inspire others. Yeah, actually, I wanted to get into that because let's say there's a team and one is really inspired and moving forward, you know, holding the flag kind of, right? But there's lots of people coming in and out. There's lots of pressure. How can you be supporting in this process? Because at the end, if not everyone is into that, because I know you guys are amazing, right? (laughs) That's not the thing. But some might be distracted by other things and some people might need more time to process things and see that this is really helping them. So over time, rather than having, let's say, one person trying to get the whole bunch up and lift them up, are you always in and out to help them see and perceive the value in their work? There's so much to, to unpack here as well, is when we are working with people in a room, and by the way, we, I am always say we, but actually I can say I as well in this case, I very much prefer to work with people in a room, in a physical room. And this is, by the way, a lot linked to my past as a dancer because of the physicality, just physical. I notice my eye goes towards choreography. How do people, what patterns do people walk, sit, stand in a room? How do they organize themselves? Which groups are created? What is the dynamic of of these group interactions, for instance? So this is choreography, by the way. And of course, online, you don't have that. So there's a big part of information that I miss as a facilitator, I would say. But yeah, so when you're working with a group, you notice individuals. Again, this is this group of individuals. Some individuals have something, show something. And these would be the people that I'll be looking towards and trying to understand better and trying to understand what they would need 
to convey the message once they're back. Often I say I concentrate on the green people, green, orange, red. There's always a few people in the room that are less likely to understand or to go with the flow or to, to be inspired because of many reasons that they have not to. And that's fine. But those are not the people who will be sustaining the work later on when they are going to be on their own. So reading the room and understanding those dynamics will allow you to notice what the group and certain individuals will need to continue the fire to burn later on. What is it that gives you the confidence that, okay, beyond, let's say, some aha moments that happen while you're there, after a few months, do you feel the need to talk to them again or come back? or keep what I'm going to call, you know, in some others, monitoring yeah. kind of the situation to intervene at some points on and off uh, when needed. Yes. And again, this depends on the mandate we've, we've received. Okay. Often our mandates are, are shorter. This is true. Uh, because also I think of the fact that it is hard to monitor. And if the mandates are longer, we come in, uh, to talk to leadership, for instance, this could either be physically or virtually. Um, I'm accompanying organizations um, on the management board level where I have regular conversations with the CEO and I coach board managers, members individually to achieve personal goals, I would say, that fit into the team goals. And we get together at some moments in the year, we call we can call them pit stops or whatever, where we try to align what we've learned. So let's say the formats are depending on the mandate. And again, in those formats, we can be very creative. Yeah, I just uh, was curious to see how would you, because you can get lots of insights as well that can help you for other projects as well, once you, you know what's happening after Absolutely. you leave. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments.